Hey everybody, welcome to episode 13 of Burn Down the Sandcast. It's your boy Alex, a.k.a. Miko, a.k.a. the original Yefmeister. We're here. We're out here doing it. How's everybody's Thanksgiving? What's going on? Hi, I'm not done with intros yet, and my name is Mike, a.k.a. at Rick Rolls Royce. And uh, this is the unluckiest episode of the podcast, although my Thanksgiving was alright. Who else is with us today? I am not here. I'm here in, like, a very loose definition of here. And you are... I am Maggie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Maggie, and I'm uh, gonna be dead by the end of this, so... See you then. We'll put you on our will. And hi, I... Back from wherever the fuck I've been for the last couple of weeks. Uh, Mm. My name is Mark, at GameBud on the Twitters. Hello. Well, we haven't done an episode for a couple of weeks, so it's fine. Nobody yeah, knows. don't worry about it. But I mean, like, my most... I honestly forgot most of my week ever since that vacation ended. Yeah, yeah but you don't, they don't need to know that. What do you mean, Alex? <laughs> yeah, this is our podcast. We have, they have to know everything. What do you mean, Alex? They just released an episode last week-ish. Oh, you maybe. mean the episode we re- released on uh, the first hour of December 1st that Ooh. was recorded Ooh. in October? What? <laughs> 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 That's just how stuff works around here. Look, things got a little hairy, and so Mark, what did you do for Thanksgiving? Yeah, uh, I went to I hung out with the family for a couple hours and fell asleep for half the day. Mmm, that sounds like a good Thanksgiving. Mm. Okay, did you eat a turkey? I don't really like turkey. So no, the fuck was there turkey, or and you didn't? There was, or okay, there was turkey. Well, I'm glad. I'm proud of you for having turkey. Sure, why not? Is that a thing to be proud of now, or...? Sure, why not? I can be proud of you for whatever. It doesn't matter. We are thankful to be together to record a podcast. This is a positivity podcast now! I'm so proud of you for going to the grocery store and buying this dead-ass frozen bird. Look, man, the bird deserved it. It was a heavy bird. Almost as heavy as Charizard. I don't know if you knew this, but that but our turkey was a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh. You have to kill it. On the no. that off for thirty seconds because first aid kite just asked me to be in a stream literally minutes after we started the podcast. <laughs> Good move. <laughs> Fucking Christ. On the Come subject on. of uh, birds and Charizard, um, uh, do turkeys have cloacas like Charizard well, does? Charizard has one. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Does that I mean don't turkeys? think turkeys do. I think chickens do, though. Okay. I'm looking it up. There's a So there's a podcast? What's going on? Yeah, they do. They both have cloacas. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, no. So, uh, Miko, what is... Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah? I had also a Thanksgiving. You asked for this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did ask for this. So how was uh, your week? Uh, so I realized at some point that I get vacation time now, like paid vacation time, and it's almost the end of the year and I hadn't used it. And so you were like... So I took I took the whole week of Thanksgiving off of work, and I slept in until like 11am every day, and it was rad. Very nice. And I went to work on Monday feeling more refreshed than I've ever felt in my entire life, and it was beautiful. And then in two hours, you immediately felt terrible. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I was out for a week, and, you know... I 
So part what I would describe my job as other than like doing big data bullshit is I keep the plates spinning. Mm. I was not there for a week. Some of the plates fell. The plates mm. did not keep spinning in your absence. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, Thanksgiving wise is kind of normal for us. My sister came down from Boston with her husband. Mm. I tried to convince her to listen to the Adventure Zone because she likes a lot of other McElroy content and doesn't listen to the Adventure Zone. I don't know. And she was like, sorry, I don't listen to D&D, you fucking nerd. She was like that, and I was like, (laughs) you're wrong. It's actually good. (laughs) Deal with it. Uh, And then in a couple weeks, she'll be an avid fan and be like, I was so wrong. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was my Thanksgiving. Cool. Um... Anything did else? Did it, did everyone else go with Thanksgiving time? Yeah, so normally uh, we do like an extended family thing here, where um, my dad's family, he has a brother and a sister who both live in New York City, so a lot of the time we either go to one of their houses or they come here, and we do like a big, you know, extended family Thanksgiving. He, My dad's brother has two kids and his sister has a kid, so. But uh, this year we were like, fuck that and we didn't do any of that and we just had a local immediate family only thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and it was dope because uh it was super super low-key i got to eat turkey in my underwear um i I was in my underwear the whole day in fact which is hey that's a great thanksgiving thing to do is be in your underwear while eating thanksgiving Mm. food Mm, yeah Uh, it is and i had all the leftovers to myself i had multiple Leftover turkey and cranberry thing sandwiches, and they were very good. Okay, yeah, the leftover leftovers were choice, <laughs> but but cranberry is bad. Uh, so I normally would agree with you because I don't like it when it's like, you know, you get it from the can or whatever, and it's all like mushy and just fucking gnarly and. No, I just mean like cranberry. Everything is bad. No, no, no. Hear me out. This doesn't taste just like really like bitter, awful cranberries. So my dad makes it every year, and it's like. And he fucks it up with sugar? And he cuts up a bunch of cranberries, he fucks it up with sugar, he puts some uh, Grand Marnier in it, and he also puts, like, orange juice and stuff in it. Oh, God, make no. It, Not that. Make it way less acidic <laughs> and garbage like that. And uh, it's really sweet, lots of sugar, tastes really good. And then you do that, you throw that on some whole wheat bread with some turkey, some mayo, and some hot sauce, done. Um, okay, you lost mayo and cranberry. I don't want those to be even so in the same like fucking. You zip think code. that that's true, but you're wrong, and it's amazing because turkey can no, never don't. have enough extra things to make it not dry, and that and that just makes it salty and delicious. It's so good. Okay, here here's what I'm gonna ask you. You just don't like mayo. Dad, when your family cooks a turkey, do they do the Alton Brown method from Good Eats? Because my dad does, and it's very good. My mom like brines it and all that stuff, and uh, you know it's not dry when you initially are eating it but oh this is a this is a purely i fucked it up in the microwave situation this is a purely it's it's two days two three days later it's been sitting in we literally had half of a turkey sitting in the fridge Mm, and like i'm out here eating sandwiches of turkey and you know you leave you leave anything in the fridge for two three days it's gonna dry out so yes i guess that's true i mean that's why you put it in a container man we don't yeah, just, just no, leave we the do. turkey exposed in the fridge. That's totally a yeah, thing that we, people do. we do. <laughs> yeah, we just, uh, I just threw the turkey in the fruit drawer. <laughs> that, was, that was it. Oh, the dehumidifying drawer. There's a fruit and a vegetable drawer. So, yeah. do you think 
those cranberries will make me not associate cranberries with Captain Morgan anymore. What? I don't know why you would associate those two things in the first place. If anything, I would associate it with vodka. Cranberry juice is a bad thing. Yeah, cranberry juice and vodka. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, cranberry juice and rum? Not real common, gotta say. Did you know people in middle school are dumb? Uh, Very dumb. People are drinking in middle school? Let's not, we're gonna move past that. Please. Yeah, let's. I'm gonna pretend you didn't say that. Tell me how your Thanksgiving was, though. We out here in the real world, son. What did oh, you do no. with a shelf, Maggie? I put a sh- put shelves up. That's really about it. Yeah, like by yourself. Put put the robots on the shelves, and now that they're there. You well, did you put an elf on the shelf? Uh, there's a. Are there any? Are there any gnome. elves in Warhammer? I will say no. that is actually an appropriate timing to ask that question, considering Christmas is coming up. There but... is a like a, a gnome on the shelf. That's good enough for me. Garden gnome kind of thing. Does it watch what you do and report back to Santa? No, he's, he's got no eyes. He, he's 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 got too much fur. He's blind. Oh, that's rough. It's just a very fuzzy gnome thing. He wears a blindfold to train his senses. So you put your Gundams on a shelf, and also your sister's girlfriend is a crackhead? Uh, thanks for reading that. I mean, you're, I don't know, you put it in the show You wrote notes. it in the document, what do you want from us? <laughs> no, no, I meant, like, I was gonna, like, set up that, Oh, okay, but, you okay. know, he just, um... I don't feel like there's a lot of setup for that. <laughs> so the other day, I was smoking crack, and I met my sister's girlfriend. Oh, no, there is setup for that, because, uh, no, she didn't come here at all. Mm, uh, mm. I woke up at like I don't know three or four o'clock in the afternoon, cause fuck it. I mean, and, whatever. Uh, it's Thanksgiving, so <laughs> I ate the food. That was all nice. My brother and sister came over from whatever the fuck they're doing, and then um, you see, this, this is where it's like it. It almost was normal. It was almost fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sister left. Everything was fine. And oh. she calls my mom at, like, fucking two or three in the morning. And just tells her about how, like, her, her girlfriend basically tried to trick her to smoke crack and go buy crack with her. What do you mean trick her? How do you trick someone? Because she to... brought her to a crack house without telling her it was oh a crack house. Oh, my God. Oh. That would be crack. it. Yeah, that I got some advice for your sister, which is, uh, sever? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. she did, pretty much. Okay, um, that's good. Because my sister went in the, uh, house, realized it was a crack house, wanted to leave, and her girlfriend's just like, nah, let's just get, like, 20 bucks. Come on, <laughs> we're here already. No, that's not, no. We're and already then, here. And then when they're in the car <laughs> driving away... She was literally grabbing the steering wheel, trying to get my sister to pull over and, like, yanking it. Oh, my goodness. And my sister was just like, just get the fuck out of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has a kid, by the way. The accurate response. So that'll be fun. Well, Uh, you know. And and now I learn all this stuff about the girlfriend. Uh, She used to do meth, and now she moved on to crack, which, I fuck is that graduating, or is that <laughs> that that is being better? Back? That is better, because <laughs> right. I know someone who went from crack to meth, and that's meth is genuinely worse than crack. All right, that's I've seen Breaking know. Bad. I've seen some things, man. Anyway, yeah. Hi, who, who likes Long Island? I don't. Get me the fuck off of here. How is the turkey? Long Island is shit. There's just crackheads everywhere. It's fucking terrible. It's, it's just rich pricks everywhere. in the Hamptons and crackheads. I don't 
want to be here anymore. Uh, so news. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, Hi, welcome. let's segue very quickly into news. Speaking of, uh, I don't think there's a way you can segue into this. Oh, news hold article, on, I'm not so looking I'm at it yet. It. Let Speaking me... of kids and squids. Speaking of kids staying away from drugs. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so, um, Splatoon. Two, the sequel to Splatoon on the Nintendo Switch. Mm. Maybe you've heard of it. Mm. It's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody wants one. Anyway, uh, Splatoon Two rolled out a pretty big patch with some new weapons, new hairstyles, and most importantly, the ability to switch weapons while you are in the lobby. Base functionality that should have been in Splatoon One. Thank you. Oh so my I just god! To be clear, you join a match. Uh huh. At any time during the match, you can switch weapons, or... No, only in the lobby while you're waiting between rounds. Okay. So, I've seen this, so... When you first join a match, you don't get the option right away. It's when the match is over. You have, like... Even before we see, we like to see in the lobby, if yes or no, mm. there's, there's a third option that, which is, yes, but I want to change my gear. Gotcha. Yeah, you know how in every other online shooter thing, there's, like, a loadout option on that screen? Yeah, I guess yeah. they added that. Well... Because Nintendo's yes. bad at this but shit. It, to be fair, in most online shooters, you can change that mid-match. So you still can't do that. But you gotta I mean, commit. you can't edit a loadout mid-match. Uh, you play but Call that's of Duty. not what this is. This is like, hey, I want to use a different gun. Because mm. the matches are so short, there's no reason to switch in mid-match. Doing it, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, three minutes I can deal with. I don't, I don't have a problem with that in Splatoon. I'm just saying that that's not... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't conflate yeah, no, no. editing a kit to changing weapons in Splatoon because it's just it's like using a different loadout in Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, though, like going from like the lobby, backing out, back to the main menu, yeah, and then pulling out that. that takes forever. Yeah, yeah, hitting minus and then equipping your thing and then going back into the lobby. That was a large reason why I didn't play that much Splatoon multiplayer in the first one because mm-hmm. holy fuck. Well, they fixed that problem, so buy Splatoon two and join us for Splatoon nights. Well, no one plays it, so I played it the I'll other night. It. I'll, pl- I mean, I'll, I'll play. I'll play it if people are playing it. Let's I want to play Splatoon. it. I'm just stuck with homework. Yeah, you say that. I, yeah. I got look. I got other games on the Switch. I have to deal with. Well. We'll talk about those later. Yes, you will. Oh, no. I have too much Switch stuff I have to deal with right now. Hey, hey, hey Mike. Mike? Yeah? You uh, want to play Splatoon? One? No. <laughs> no, no, any Splatoon. Let's play right now. Come on. I, you don't have it's either one of them, do you? Works. With the power of imagination. I'm not going to go to our Splatoon with you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that Look. existed. <laughs> Hey Mike, can you bleep that in post? I don't. No, I don't need. Fuck no. Oh, okay. That's the, <laughs> all right. Let let them discover. Let them discover it on their own. I don't want to. Don't go there. That's what I'm saying. The FBI will show up at your house. It's in the name. <laughs> it's in the fucking name. You should know this by now. Hi everybody. If you go to r slash latoon dot com, now uh, this I'm gonna. You will out. go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to warn people. I'm not telling them to go there. I know, I'm a cop. I don't want people to know that. I want them to go to jail. Mm. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're trying to be protective. So, <laughs> That's aside from, so the lobby, the, the item thing is the big update for this because it's holy shit. But mm. they also, also asking, they brought up some maps from Platoon 1. They added cool. a new map, which is like a shopping center. Did they bring in the skate park? I think so, yes. I want that one. Oh, thank God, yes. Yeah, so I would that, watch, I had watched Vinny play. Yeah, they, they have the back in the rotation. That map rules. They also add, they have, they're adding a brand new, um, Horde map for mm-hmm. the other mode. 
So shit to that. I don't even know what it is, but yes. It's horn mode. What the fuck no, do you I, expect? I, like, I, I have an idea, but I mean. You, you get eggs. I never played it. Sure. Oh, oh, okay. We'll, we'll play it. We'll, we buy, buy the game. We'll play it together. The egg. The egg. The egg man. Just have a nice breakfast meal. That's what yeah, I This is a big fat update. Just crack an play. egg on the Mario. And guess what? This update? Completely free. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Nintendo's not really in the business of charging for that. I know, but this, this is this is a fucking segue. Give me this. Uh... Let me hit you up with how much the DLC edition of Xenoblade Chronicles 2 costs. $90, anyway. Never heard of that game, but I have heard of some video games. This Zelda DLC you have to pay for, I'm pretty sure. Anyway. It's 20 bucks. Nintendo doesn't charge for additional content. That's why Amiibos don't exist. Nintendo right. doesn't charge for additional content. That's why I spent $5,000 on Fire Emblem Mobile. Anyway. Speaking I like of how charging. at least three of us have tried to segue and we cannot, cannot do it. <laughs> you fuckers can't keep ruining this. Speaking of, Speaking of bad decisions. For, um, son of a bitch, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I fucking hate this podcast. Okay. Speaking anyway. of shitty companies. Speaking of motherfuckers. Yes, yes also that. EA. Hey, do you know EA is still shit? EA, have you heard of him? It's in the game. <laughs> have you heard of him? <laughs> or it would be if you paid money for it. Uh, oh, no, it's boy. in the game. <laughs> this hey. has been building up for about several weeks now. Let's hurry up, because this is a big one. Microtransactions. I it's added in this in its infancy, and it kind of, like, exploded in the three weeks we didn't record anything, so... It doubly exploded. There, we actually <laughs> added another explosion at the... A, a post-shock at the end. <laughs> yes. mm. Alright, so where to begin? So, Battlefront 2, it was quickly discovered the fact that everything in that game that actually is fun, you have to eventually either unlock the old-fashioned way, which takes fucking forever, or you skip the middle man and just pay up front for it. Wait, wait, wait. Before you move forward, let me just say what? two things. One... People discovered this in the beta. They discovered that this was the case and complained about it to them in the beta. Two, this is not just like, oh, you can, you a cool cosmetic for your stormtrooper, bro, or whatever. This is like, I literally get a thing that makes my grenades deal more damage to you. Or I literally get a thing that lets me play as Han Solo. And if I don't get it, I can't play as Han Solo. So this is like the most already the most egregious kind of microtransaction mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're getting a fancy hat; you're actually just getting straight up upgrades for other right. people. Straight up, like numerical, like I literally kill you faster stuff, or straight up, like I get to play as a character that you don't get to stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So along with that, they tried to fix this problem, and what they did. They decided to go ahead and cut all the amounts needed by 75%. But see, that's the kicker. They realized that along with that, they also they also did the uh, amount you get from rewards also by 75%. So basically, you get, it's the same thing. It's just a smaller number. So what he means by that is how much you earn with for the in-game currency, not what you pay for. Mm-hmm. So they, they lowered the prices 75% and lowered the gains by 75%. So no change across the board. Yeah. So really, it's just one-fourth the size chunks, but it's the same. Yeah. yeah. So, along so continuing the madness, we're now up to, like, a couple hours before release, and they finally put out a press release saying, oh, we're removing all the deals, we're removing the money currency in the game, the DLC, out of the game. So the way to get it is to play and earn it. 
And to be clear, they gave this press release, said, we're going to remove all this shit. And then what was it either a few hours later or was it in the same press release where they then said, oh, by the way, it also might be back later. But it's gone oh, no, for no. now. They, they said, like, we're going to temporarily remove all the microtransactions. Okay. But we're going to yeah, put them back that's in that's later. the same press release. Yeah, it was the same release. <laughs> So look, 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 so the reason why that became a thing is apparently Disney head, the people at Disney got wind of this and actually called EA and say, "Hey, you fuckers, fix this." Hey, and- so also here's the other thing: is the Disney would not let them just run away with this on Star Wars. They they had to have known. There is no way they did not know <laughs> while this was being. While this was happening. True. Mm-hmm. These are important business decisions re- regarding one of Disney's now biggest franchises. Because freaking, like, uh, what should we call it? The, the, the new movie. It's coming out, like, a couple weeks after this. Yep. So yep. this is, this, the game pretty much just advertises the new movie. It's coming out mm-hmm. on Christmas, the new movie. So, also, I, I want to point I thought it was, uh, the 12th I think or it, something? I thought it was on Christmas, but I'll, here's the other thing. At, the one thing I will say, people have, I feel like, have been giving credit to Disney, but one thing you maybe don't know, which is what I have heard, is that Disney said to EA when this game was in dev, guess what you cannot just charge for and have in a loot box? Only cosmetic shit. So no, no I never said that. Have... that that's sure? what EA... EA's uh, one of their like executives or whatever said like yeah we didn't want to mess up the canon because people would get mad about it so like my we, implication we was we can't Disney have like a pink that. Darth Vader or something that's literally what he said. I mean Disney probably because like at this point anything Star Wars related is canon or right they don't let people fuck with their canon. But wait, actually. EA did like a whole thing where they said like we can't add cosmetic stuff because we don't want to mess with the canon. But people data mine the game and literally in the game are a bunch of cosmetic options that are hidden for now and are probably going to be released later. And they're already in the game. Or maybe they developed them thinking it would be allowed and then Disney said you can't do that and they got rid of them. It's, it's Both of that it's, is possible. No, I mean, because well, it was in the first one. The first game had that shit. So it would make it, sense. It, it'll probably be a thing when the movie comes out. We'll see. Anyway. But yeah, so that happened. This blew up. This blew up really badly because at this point... They, uh, people were starting to contact their go- the government or like their local like officials, and the government started to ca- uh, started to actually get involved. They got really they got that bad. E- EA uh, fucked up a little too much, pretty much. Specifically, mm-hmm. Belgium, right? Belgium, Belgium was like the first major one. Yes. So, if you recall the our loot boxes gambling conversations from a couple months ago, those have now taken on. Uh, new life in the form of Belgium thinks they're gambling and wants to ban them so that uh, children don't play. Yeah, it. and let's be clear, they are. Like, yeah, if, if, if you yeah, want to yeah, get yeah, into it. <laughs> if by our loot boxes gambling conversation, you mean, are they gambling? And then, yes. And that's yeah. it. Because yeah. they are. That's that's really it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Belgium then started talking about, oh, we're going to like look into this and basically, you know, if it gets far enough to them, they will try to ban it throughout Europe. Right. So, yeah. So the thing with like the EU is that they're very strict about this because they have also like banned like gambling related things in like children's games, mm-hmm. which is why in the Pokemon games the game corners are now gone forever. Yep. Because of that. Mm-hmm. So when things guy get serious with them, it will affect everyone. And also, Europe also typically uh, in the past has done 
like Europe-wide stuff, even though it might be only be one country's laws that are preventing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, although that's not true of everything. Like for one example, uh, anytime there's a game that has like Nazi prop- uh, uh, paraphernalia type stuff in it, there's mm-hmm. usually a Germany version, and the rest of Europe gets a regular European version. But for a lot of Germany other actually things, has a couple of things like that, yeah, like a true. German Team Fortress Two, like all the, all the classes are robots mm-hmm, and not people mm-hmm. because you can't show blood. I guess I think uh, there's like things where extreme gore isn't allowed, so yeah. like giving no, and shit no, like that. I can tell the Tier Two version has like confetti when they get hit. So, I mean, that's just party mode. You can turn that on. on yeah, but that's like basis. that's like permanent on in German. Uh... Yeah, so so that's just like one example, but that's typically like that's sort of the extreme end. Usually, when this stuff happens in EU, it's EU wide, right? Mm-hmm. Because obviously, they don't release a version for like France, England, Germany. Usually, don't release a version for France, England, Germany, Spain. Fucking how many other EU countries are there? Iceland, I don't know. All that shit. They release one EU version that has all that shit in it. So if Belgium doesn't like it then that affects the rest of EG, the EU. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. And then... And then... And then... You were taking the lead game button, so that's why I said, and then... Oh, and then... And then, <laughs> and then... And then, after all it's said and done, we get to the next wave of bullshit, which is from the UFC game they're going to be releasing later on. No, that's you just no, skipped, no, like, you four skipped, things like, on this um, list. Well, oh, well, you I just, skipped one. I, I, yeah. So, along with Belgium, uh, Hawaii also decided to go ahead and take a crack at this. If I remember right, what was the what was the quote he said? And like, it was shots fired. I'm actually going to see if I can find this really quickly. Like, it was like, we are making a Star Wars-themed casino? Yeah, it, yeah Star Wars-themed casino. Uh, as they put it, I believe, he said, it's a trap. Because, you know... Oh, yeah, he did yeah, say he that. Yeah, he did say the very bad thing. Custom mm. <laughs> mm. meme with the Star Wars. <laughs> His name is uh, Chris Lee, and he's a Democrat from Hawaii, and he said, basically, uh-huh. uh, the, the video is titled EA Predatory Behavior Announcement, and he basically called it Battlefront 2, and he called it a Star Wars-themed online casino designed to lure kids into spending money, which is... Accurate. All that is fully true. <laughs> Especially yeah. considering shit EA, EA has said before, like with uh, Battlefield 1, where uh, they admitted they weren't going to do it originally because they thought kids wouldn't know what World War One was. And it's like, well, it's an M game, so that shouldn't matter. <laughs> right, and, and to give a specific quote, he said, These kind of loot boxes and microtransactions are explicitly designed to prey upon and exploit human psychology in the same way casino games are so designed. This is especially true for young adults, who child psychologists and other experts explain are particularly vulnerable. These exploitive mechanisms and the deceptive marketing promoting uh, have no place in games being marketed to minors and perhaps no place in games at all. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's that's all pretty... pretty... If you no, are he says premium... no place in games at all. If you are a premium price game, like if you have to pay money to play it, uh, if there's any microtransactions in it, it's bad. If there's loot boxes in it, that's fucking really bad. Okay, wait. So I'm gonna I'm gonna slow your roll right now because I will give an example where the, I'm gonna give two examples. One, 
loot boxes that don't cost real money, I don't think I have any problem with. I do. If they don't cost any money at all, and it's just like, if there's no real money transaction happening, and it's, you know, there's like that, you know, kind of gambling thing where it's like a casino roll, but there's no way to spend your money on it, I don't have a problem with that, because it's like, yeah, it's kind of still exploiting that psychology, but it's Mm -hmm. in a harmless way where you can't, like you know, destroy your bank account doing it. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. And then also I will say when you have, some, I, you know, I do think there's an issue when you cause people to spend money on it, but there's other examples where it's only cosmetic stuff where I think that's mm-hmm. at least less bad because it's like, okay, you're not gaining an advantage. There's not a reason that you quote unquote need to do this mm-hmm. in order to be competitive. It's just like, I want to look cool I want to be the cooler looking guy, so I do this. Mm-hmm. I think right, that's so, more reasonable. But, but two but... things: um, Overwatch is only cosmetic stuff, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. No, yes. Uh, Overwatch is yes. fucking terrible. It's really like, well, the game or bad. the system. Uh, the loot box system is really fucking bad. Well, what's so, bad about the? Because they purposely me... give you like duplicates, and there's a bunch of shit they obviously know you don't want in there, and it's just designed. To waste your fucking time right mm. so uh, to me a good example of this would be like i think that what they should be doing is framing it more like a trading card game uh than a the way that they're doing it with like say overwatch because the problem is in overwatch right mm-hmm. the only way to quote unquote buy the thing you actually want is it's not dupes is to get dupes and keep getting them, keep getting them, which gives you a currency instead of giving you the dupe that lets you spend it on the thing you actually want. Yep. Whereas when you have an open economy that lets you trade items, then it's that doesn't become a thing. There, this, you then know, you get a Counter-Strike, which is a fucking mess. Right, but Counter-Strike also involves money. So if there wasn't money involved, it would be different, I think. But, it would just be a pointless fucking mess. Well, well so Counter-Strike also has this unique situation where it has the Steam Marketplace and you could just sell a knife for $200 right, exactly. if you know yeah. that you're getting that knife. That was always the so... thing. Plus, the thing about also with the idols and skins and like Valve games, the most of that shit is done by the community, mm-hmm. and they get a cut from that if you buy it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you want an example of a game that I'm pretty sure you couldn't uh, buy and it used the loot box thing, uh, Lost Planet 2, and that was yeah. bad. Mm, okay. That was really what loot bad. Boxes were in... Oh yeah, that was just random items though. But yeah, I don't, I don't agree. That's with you. what I don't a think loot that box was that is. Bad. I don't think that was bad because it's just like okay, I think I don't think assigning. I don't have any problem with assigning rarity to stuff you do because then it's like okay, if you really want this good thing, you have to work for it. But no, it's not working. You just have to get lucky. Right, but that, that doesn't make me feel good when I get. You work that. for it in like, the sense oh. of if you you work for it in the sense of if you don't get it, you have to keep struggling to get it, on, or, or you won't. I but, have to keep hitting the button. Yeah, sure. And 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 I, don't get me wrong. I as someone who plays fighting games, I prefer stuff where it's like, okay, like I like all my options available to me at the outset, right? Like, but <laughs> but when. It's something cosmetic. I, that's why I say I have less issue with it because then it's like, okay, this isn't affecting my gameplay. This isn't affecting the way that I that any of this happens. This just affects, you know, my own uh, aesthetic enjoyment of the thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. as someone who that stuff does actually bother, um, 
if I'm playing a game and I know there's stuff I can't get in it, or it's really hard to get well, in can. unless I grind, uh, I will literally not play the game anymore, probably. Because I'll well, just lose well, interest Well, then just it. don't play it. That's that's fair. Yeah, just I mean, don't play you it. don't have to, but... It just yeah, makes like... me feel like I'm missing out and I wonder what else I'm missing out on, or if there's something that I might want... I'll say this as someone who's gone down the rabbit hole of opening shit in TF2. It's like, it's, it's, it, believe me, this is back before CSGO was ever a thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, that actually, my first exposure to loot boxes in a game I played all the time was Team Fortress 2. That's actually, so actually maybe even curious. darker than CSGO. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually curious as to how you think about how they rolled that out, where it was like you knew what was in each loot box because it was like part of a numbered series mm-hmm. but then you had to buy a key mm-hmm. for two dollars and 49 cents to open it or mm-hmm. you could trade that loot box for something else that you knew what it was with mm-hmm. some other player so that's how so. it was in the beginning because i i played tf2 back before the man comedy man comedy update was ever a thing so i stopped playing long before the man economy update was ever a thing so i don't know what it's like now so basically when that happened they introduced the uh the crate system they made from- it like csgo Basically, well, with the man no, economy. This was no, no. This was a long I know, time ago. I know. Yeah, yeah. But this is basically the the um. I guess saying like, to to for you know to have everyone understand if you know what mm-hmm. the CS:GO system is like, they made it like that. Well, this is basically what that came out of this came in, this came out of that. So right. along with the along with that, they also introduced trading, which again, this is before the marketplace as well. So whatever you have something, mm-hmm. you're stuck with it, or you can just give it to someone else. But for the most part, the crates were either had like strange items. Well, okay, it's strange. The TF2, a strange item just means it keeps track of your kills. They right. give it, like, stat track. Yep. And then you have, like, hats and stuff like that. But every now and then you have a chance to get, like, an unusual item, which is, like, it's just an effect on a hat, which is worth, which was, uh, nowadays, worth a lot of money. I only mm-hmm. got one of them out of, like, so many crates. I reached, I reached a point where, like, eh. Because, like, the one thing, because they tell you what's inside the crate, you get it? Because, like, there's only, like, ten items inside each crate. Right. So it's always so it's like a different series they release every couple like months. Yeah. yeah. I think I still I think I still have a Halloween twenty eleven crate in my inventory if, somewhere. If I remember correctly, it was more like a cosmetic kit than it was like a quote unquote crate, right? Because it was just like, okay, you know what's in here. It's mm. this well, stuff. Well but it tells you exactly what you're gonna get. Right. But back in the beginning it didn't tell you every weapon was strange, so you're not sure it's like crates back in the beginning were just like, here's a regular item. In a crate. Well, so in the beginning, strange items didn't exist yet. Because yeah. I stopped playing before strange that items. That was what I remember. Out. Yeah, that's yeah. that exactly what the problem is. Because there was like there was, there was crate. There was a crate that had like a good item, and then there's also the shield item, which is like shit in the game. Mm. And most you open it, and then you like you wasted two hundred, you wasted two fifty on <laughs> a back, uh, whatever it's called, which is like they're worth like ten cents. Right. So it's always like a gamble with that. No, man, but you're like, not it, wasting but, money. You're helping Valve get by. They're, they're like, you know, they gotta make a lot of games, right? That's what they're doing? Yeah, like Half-Life 3. Yeah, about that. But anyway, as, uh, as the crate system went on, they started introducing community crates, which are, which every crate you open, the money would get split among all the people who made items for the crate. Right. Which is like, I can, I can appreciate that. If it's like someone you know has made an item you want to support them, you just buy the Right, key. which is how the CSGO stuff works to this day, where it's like, Hey, if you when we release these new maps, you buy a token, and that money is going towards the community creators. Mm-hmm. Is my understanding. So, that, so again, like this all started tier two, where they introduced not only the the community crates, they also right. introduced they introduced stamps for individual maps. So, say like you want to like support someone who made a map, you just buy that stamp, which is like a dollar, and they get the money, or they get a cut of the money. Right. 
The same system has been applied to CSGO. Let's be clear. They don't get the money. They get a cut. Like exactly. Valve is in there getting their but, cut, too. But, but if, they, if they buy several stamps, that money stacks up. Sure. I, I was talking to someone who I made a map for the Halloween update last year, and he didn't want to say how much, but let's say he just told me he had enough for people to pay his entire college fund. So. Wow. Yeah. That's just. And this year, someone I know actually did uh, get a map and it's just um, the recent big update to TF2, so they are also getting a cut from that. Oh, man. I don't know how. Well, I mean, he's not by a himself. He did, a, he, he did it with a group, but. Still. I'm pretty sure he's still getting a cut from that. So, like, yeah. that's the one thing I'll give them, at least Valve in that. They'll, they'll at least give um, the community people a cut. Though I've heard recently the cut has been getting smaller. Right. I'm not sure how much is now, but they are getting some money back from that. So, I can kind of go with that. It's like, hey, I like this guy. I like his stuff. I will, get, I will pay this much to give him money. Right. And they've moved further and further away from that, sadly, as time has gone on. So, well, I mean, they still do that every now and then with, like, the. In CSGO, they've added, yeah. like, the sticker system along with right. the skins. And they but have, like, like, the autograph stuff in Dota, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. But. But. Let's. In just... conclusion. In Loot conclusion, boxes are terrible, tedious psychological manipulation no. that shouldn't be in video games. And in conclusion, you. why do we keep skipping things? Despite the fact that all this huge stuff blew up and potentially loot boxes are going to be wiped from video games, like in the U.S. and the U.K. and the I EU, that's what they're going so. for. Despite that, EA has learned approximately nothing from mm. all this fiasco because what happened, Game One? Oh boy! <laughs> so, in last week, a little game called UFC Three had come out for like a beta. EA Sports he, UFC, to be clear. EA Sports presents UFC Three. Has they come? So, what the people have kind of figured out is that there's a system in there where you can just buy stuff to get your dudes like buffed up and ready to fight online, straight from the get go. From crates, stuff so, like that. Suffice to say. Uh, the way that these games work are, and this is my experience from having played, like, the first one and also some other UFC games, um, you know, you get techniques, you get, uh, you get fighters, you get all this stuff, and typically the way you earn all that stuff is through in-game stuff, right? So it's like, oh, I go punch a punching bag with my dude in training mode, I press A or whatever, and that makes my guy stronger, right? Or, oh, I unlocked this kind of... I unlocked a uh, kickboxing uh, head kick, and that's... And I do a kickboxing head kick, and that's it. In EA Sports UFC 3, I'm going to read... This is a quote from this article we have here, which we'll link afterwards. Every single technique, ability, fighter, and stat roll is entirely acquired and upgraded through the loot box system. A brand new player, fresh out of the tutorials, mm -hmm. can dump $1,000 into the game, acquire the rarest loot drops, and immediately jump into online competition with a beastly custom fighter that has an exceedingly large health pool, vastly improved stamina, and substantially stronger strikes than the average player who simply pays the $60 price of admission. The higher the rarity of the item, the more significant the overall improvement. Pressing the square button to throw a punch at an opponent, quite literally the simplest and most obvious mechanic in an MMA game, perfectly exemplifies the absurdity of the microtransactions in question. A base level jab will do minimal damage to online opponents. However, 
a fighter that purchases a loot box and acquires a five-star rarity level jab will not only have a more efficient and powerful technique in combat, but will also be treated to a host of stat increases in all regards, making their player undeniably better in every scenario. Well, <laughs> shit. And also, they have this thing called UFC 3's Ultimate Team Mode, uh, which very much sounds to me like the Ultimate Team Modes in other EA Sports games, where you unlock player cards for different actual athletes. Yeah, this is this is the exact same system. This right. is FIFA and Madden. And I have a friend who uh, plays um, the who plays Madden, and uh, and I've seen this system in action, and it's literally like, yo, you got the ninety six rated, whoever, he's the best one. It's kind of like fantasy football, but with cards. Right, but but the difference is it's like fantasy football, except even if you get the player, you might get the bronze version, and he sucks. But if you get the mm. the two thousand one fucking diamond ruby cocksucker version, that guy get, he's got the, the stats. So the, yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, definitely. That's my favorite guy. That's my, my guy. His cocksucker version. So if I can break away from that just just a moment, because apparently, because of the whole Battlefield two bullshit, the people people who are playing FIFA decided to boycott a little bit. Yep, of that I heard about that. Yeah, that was the thing that happened. Where they're like, you know what? Fuck you. And they started not to uh, bother they, with the mode. They specifically boycotted uh, on Black Friday, which is when there are, like, sales on the cards or whatever, and mm-hmm. etc. So, yeah. So, yeah, things are happening. But, yeah, suffice we'll to say, EA has learned nothing from this entire fiasco and is and is actually yeah. doing it even worse now than before. Oh, and uh, also, uh, there's this other company that did the exact fucking same thing EA did with uh, Battlefront 2, called Hi-Rez. You know who Hi-Rez are? Yeah, Hi-Rez yes. Studios. Yep, they, made they, made a, that, they made that really cool game, Tribes Ascend, and then they killed it to try to make a bunch of money on a MOBA. Yeah, Smite, yeah. And, uh, and now they have a game called Paladins, which, yeah, from Paladins what I can tell, is basically Overwatch. No, it's definitely very distinctly different copyright-wise. Or, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, War, they they actually. implemented like a whole like card system where you have to like level up cards and get duplicates to level the cards up, and it's all like a loot box thing. And it's is it part of free to play though? Just the same way as um, Battle like the big difference. Yes, it is free to play, but they did like they they released this literally after everyone got mad at EA for this. Basically, oh. what we're trying to say is. Game studios can no longer afford to release games at sixty dollars, and they should figure uh-huh. out a better way to no. Uh, figure no, out they that can cost. afford to do it because mm. EA told their uh, investors, "Don't worry, us taking the microtransactions out won't affect our income at all." Depends on yeah, because the company. they were probably lying to, so that they could do it and not be pe- have people be upset. That, no, they're, they're not going to lie to their investors. Those are the only fucking people they're going to be actually honest with. Here's the thing. Hey, I got news for you, buddy. They're not honest to anyone. Two, uh, the real secret is that it doesn't matter. Like the, the reality is, however much they pay their shareholders or whatever, there are people. There are games are inflating in price, right? Like an indie game right now. Like, look at Owlboy. This is my favorite example. Owlboy is made by, like, what, one guy, wasn't it? It was some absurd amount of people. It's like two people made Owlboy. 
That game's like probably an eight hour, extremely well animated, tons of artistic assets, great music, etc. project that costs like $15 on Steam, which is just absurd. Like, I mean, that guy can't be making money out of the all the time he spent on that. And game prices haven't inflated at all, uh, along with the production costs of games. Now, are a lot of those production costs at big AAA companies going to shareholders and CEOs and stuff? Absolutely. But that's, I would still say that probably the price of games should have gone up and hasn't. They, they kind of have, because there's these things called season passes. Right. So, but what they're doing no, we're is... Talking, we're talking baseline. We're talking the baseline price, price you, and the... You basically, if you get buy a multiplayer game, you need the season pass if you want to fucking play it. Questionably, like, you could easily just play the base product of Destiny, or, for example, Destiny 2, and then not ever get any of the expansion content. Publishers, like, whine and say, like, oh, we can't afford to, like, we, we need the microtransactions and shit. They don't. They really don't. They just well, want it, again, more it money. That's it. it. No, it totally depends, I think. So, no, no. point they is, just want more and, of your and, fucking And I will money. say 100%, moving to 4K, everything being 1080, all that stuff... I mean, think about it. Games cost $60 back when we were still doing 480 or 640 by 480 shit on PS2s, right? Mm-hmm. And Or on PS1s even. And now they're still costing 60 and we're rolling out 4K assets and stuff. That takes more time, more effort, more everything. So the, the fact that the price of games hasn't gone up is totally an issue. And the way that they're solving it is bad. Um, well, I mean, it varies to be honest because I remember like oh SNES cards costing like sixty to eighty bucks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. some SNES games used to, or even ignore SNES games. I wanted a Neo Geo Pocket when I was a kid, and Neo Geo Pocket games used to cost eighty dollars sometimes. A pocket? I just thought I was talking like Neo no Neo, Neo Geo. Geo Pocket. Neo Geo actual. I wanted games a Neo Geo cabinet more. as a child mm. in my home. <laughs> like yeah. I think I remember like hearing like stores like I think it was like Final Final Fantasy three or six whatever. Like a hundred mm. bucks, hundred ten dollars. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, they they need to come up with a new solution because this loot box stuff people are catching on. All right, we need to move on from this because we've been this is a hot topic, but we've I think uh, we've talked it as much to death as we can. Podcast title: Ask me about my loot box. <laughs> Ask me about my my rarity chances. Uh, I will say, if you want to hear more about this, they did go into a lot of detail on the Giant Bombcast this week. They sure which did. Which this week would be the week uh, of December. The one that came out first. on... No, the, the Bombcast that came out on November 28th. Wasn't it the 30th? But maybe you're right. Yeah. That week. The bomb. The Bombcast is Tuesday. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. <laughs> you're thinking of the Beastcast, which I haven't listened to yet, so... Uh, Alright, so... Let's move on. Please. Never. Hey, you ever been doxxed on the internet? Define doxxed, because <laughs> there was there was an incident, but I don't know if it counts as doxing. Doxing exactly. is when someone finds out your real identity and your home address and all that garbage, and then they show it to everyone. Okay, not that. That's good. But I did have somebody fly to somebody else's home, silly string them in the face... <laughs> And then post a video about it online, which I then took, re-uploaded so they could never delete it, and then they got into my Amazon account and ordered a whole bunch of shit with Ooh, my credit card. I don't know about that Ooh. last part. Yeah. Uh, anyway. 
Fuck that guy. Everyone's favorite Twitter account, which we even talked about on our episode, which we asked, hey, what's your favorite Twitter account? At Drill, D-R-I-L, was doxxed recently. And uh, the reason this matters is because Drill has been an account that is sort of this... What's the word that I should use? Surrealist Celestial, nightmare? like, omnipotent, uh, just extremely inhuman and, you know, irreplaceably uh, different account that you can't, you can't put a face to, except for Jack Nicholson smiling with sunglasses on. But also extremely low resolution Jack yes. Nicholson smiling yeah. with sunglasses Very low on. res. Um, like, less than 240 by whatever. And... Two, oh no! Less than like less than like seventy five by seventy five. <laughs> he got doxxed, and just like in the Spider Man movie with Tobey Maguire, when his mask fell off, uh, instead of <laughs> <laughs> instead of everyone uh, clamoring to find out his identity, the internet came together and gave him his mask back to put back on, and basically buried that shit on the internet because they were like, "No, we don't want to know who Drill is." And, uh, yeah, the people who did it got smoked, so... And also, we're Homestuck fans, which I think is a little strange. So, there's a, there's a, there's a collaboration going on with, um, what's his name, Hussey? Bussy? I don't the, know. The, home, the, Homestuck, the Homestuck guy. And Drill. Andrew Bussy. Yeah. For him, Drill, and someone else. Is someone a comic? Okay. And apparently they did an AMA on Reddit. There's some things from that. That probably could be why. Alright, so, but, like, why, I, though? I actually don't know the details. I just realized that was a thing that happened in knowing, like, Homestuck fans, they are very pissy about the thing. No, I just so. mean, like, why would you do this? Money? But what money do you get from Doxing Drill? Oh, Homestuck fans, I thought, oh, I don't know what the fuck they did it for. I think it's just pissy. So, uh, Homestuck fans, how can I explain this delicately? They're like I don't want to, like, be fans. mean to them. They <laughs> They're the are... same thing! They are the same thing. I mean, that's where Undertale came from. But anyway, uh, they're like the kind of people who go as far as they can trying to find something out. And then we'll be like, oh shit, I found Drill's identity. And But they went too far this time and everyone decided, no, we don't want to know. Not only do we yeah, not care, I mean, we actually actively don't want to know and also shut up. And so they made them do that. And, uh, you know, this is one of those few moments where I feel like, you know, the internet did right by itself. I don't need to know who Drill is. I actually missed this whole debacle until afterwards, and I was thoroughly happy with that because I never found out who Drill is, and I still don't want to know. Yeah, I didn't. I also didn't read into who Drill is because I don't want to know. It's like part of the magic is not knowing. Right. It's like fun. Uh, the best way that I can equate it for someone for a more uh, pop culture example is like when you find out who is behind the Gorillas or Daft Punk. Like, you don't want to know who's behind those bands, but then you find out... Well, I was... Okay, so first of all, I was a huge Blur fan before Gorillaz even started, so, oh. like, I kind of always knew. Sure, okay, but... <laughs> so, okay, but here's a good one. So, uh, y'all are familiar with Drew from Toothpaste for Dinner, right? Uh, kind of? I have no idea about those words you just said, but I'm gonna say sure. Okay, well, he did a daily, like, one-panel webcomic thing that was just kind of, like, goofy and non-sequitur, but he also, he did music under the name Compressor, and nobody knew that it was him for, like, ten years. <laughs> nobody knew who Compressor was. And they were just like, he's the Compressor. Yeah, he's Compressor. Well, I think he revealed it after a while, because he wanted to, like, 
I don't know what. He, oh, I, don't, I, I know don't what remember. this comic this is. A long time but I didn't realize that this. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the guy who is always posting tweets like, uh, "Show up to the dog semen yep, bank yep, in ten minutes yep. if you want NASCAR kicking." Yep, yep. Which is a very good tweet. That's not actually what the tweet is. No, but, I know, know, but yeah, yeah, sure. The actual tweet's better. Go find it. It's pretty good. Hey, speaking of really dumb shit that happened on the internet because of a bunch of dumb people. This is my favorite. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. So, y'all, listen. So, uh, how do you feel about onions? How do you oh. feel about onions? Uh, just, yeah, about you ever just, like, taking a bite out of a raw onion because you could? I have done that. Ugh. What the fuck is Hey, have you? you ever eaten a whole raw onion? No, I haven't done that. But yeah. have you ever been uh, curious? That is the most like... unpleasant thing I've done in my life. Well, yeah, that I actually like uh, very strongly despise raw onion, and I can only do cooked onion. Oh, I like raw onion and salads and stuff. But here's the thing. No way. That was sandwiches? Oh, mm, mm, delicious. Um, mm, 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 mm. But, I, but I have had that moment where it's like, all right, it's time. I'm old enough. I'm going to bite into this raw onion. And it's bad. No. It's bad, though. Don't. Don't. It's real spicy. It's real spicy, and it don't taste like much aside from spicy. So yeah, a- a- after you eat a whole one, uh, everything in your body feels like it's on fire. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't eat a whole one. But even just one big bite is enough. That's too much. Already. Okay, but like, what if you ran it through your Jack Lalanne power juicer and then drank oh, it? I'm listening. But yeah, but you don't do that that's, more than once, yeah. right? That's one of those things that like that's like okay, I'm an adolescent. Let's bite into a raw onion. onion. Okay, this was terrible. I'll never do it again. Unless. <laughs> Unless you're a member of the alt-right. Oh. Who are very obsessed with increasing their testosterone levels for weird That's reasons. That's weird. I wonder why, men's rights activists. Mm. <laughs> so. Uh, so on uh, a 4chan board that shall remain nameless mm, because again, it is a bad a place that you should not go. Uh, somebody... I don't know if this was, like, a joke that got out of hand, or if somebody Mm-mm. actually believed I this. I never joke. found out. But somebody posted that uh, if you drink raw, like, just straight onion juice, it'll increase your testosterone levels. Which is, by the way, not true. What's onion juice? Because... So, it's like, if you... So, I when I was working at Panera, when you would uh, slice up the onion, all the drippings that would come out... Yeah, yeah, let me just Google how to juice an onion real quick. <laughs> Alright, to juice an onion, you uh, buy a $800 wireless juicer. Step one, spend eight months training your hands with those squeezy things. You know, the squeezy yeah, yeah, with, yeah. with the springs? Step two, squeeze no. onion. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. The, I, I thought you meant, like, the pointy thing that you, like, rub fruit into. No, that's no, for juicing. No, 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 no. I don't want. I don't that want is that. For, that is for. That is for. Yeah, we're trying to get. Right. No, we're trying to get testosterone. You got to train your hands with grip strength until you can squeeze the juice out of them. <laughs> no, you have to awkwardly hold one of those juicers uh, above a glass and then just rub that onion. <sighs> just twist the onion and get that sweet onion juice. So they drank onion juice, and Miko hit me with a couple quotes. Okay, so I'm just going to read this initial post, because it's really, really yeah. good. <laughs> okay, this is kind of a long one, so it's don't interrupt me one. until I'm done. It, no, this initial post that I'm reading is very, very long. Okay. <clears throat> Title, Individual and Political Consequences of Onion Juice, posted <laughs> by Anonymous, 11-19-2017. 
Time and time again, science has confirmed that onion and its juice boost testosterone levels, <laughs> sometimes threefold. <laughs> so I attempted to drink a cup, a single cup of onion juice. <laughs> Needless to say, consuming onion juice was a trying, though masculine experience, and my entire home smells as if an unclean NFL locker room and Mexican kitchen converged upon a single point. <laughs> I can feel the onion juice flowing through my body, coming into contact with every organ, every cell, and every bodily fluid. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to leave the house for a week. I tried taking a shower, but the steam combined with the onion odor emanating from my body only exacerbated the problem. Did I mention I peppered onion powder in the onion juice? <laughs> yeah, right? That's even Though worse. this has been an overwhelming experience, I feel far more energetic, youthful, and viral. Mm -mm. Virile. I might try this. No, I viral. like viral. Yeah, 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 whatever. No, I like that. Yeah, viral. I'm feeling viral I'm, as I've, fuck right now. <laughs> yeah, I got the uh, I got the onion virus. This did go viral. <laughs> this did go viral on the internet. That's actually anyway. the new Black Plague. It's the onion virus. Uh, no, 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 stop. I got to finish this post, so. <laughs> oh, I thought you were done. I might. No, stop talking. No, not even a little. <laughs> I might try this once or twice more to get the full experience. I'm in need of a testosterone boost, and thus am willing to smell like an onion for a few weeks or months. <laughs> it's a small price now, to pay. Now, this could be revolutionary if Paul jumped on board with our new discovery. With increased testosterone levels, we could reassert ourselves as a force in the political world, in society, in our communities, in the world. Mm -hmm. Who would have thought that onion juice would restore traditionalism oh to the God. world? No wonder the polls seem so strong in 2017. They consume the most onion out of any nation in the world, and it shows. Oh. And at the end of the day, a juice filled with a, the juice of a little root plant saved Western civilization. Whew. Now, here's why I like this post. One, it's completely ridiculous. Yes. Two, the first sentence, science has confirmed that onion juice boosts testosterone levels. <laughs> Actually, it kind of hasn't Patently in any false. meaningful way. No, no, but they time amazing. and again, I have these charts that show if I fuck a raw onion, I become stronger. <laughs> mm. So, uh, actually, what this is based on is uh, there was one study done, I Just don't one, remember the date. Just one, time and again. Just one on rats where they gave them onion and they ejaculated more, and that was kind of it. That was the extent here's, of what they found out. Here's the thing about, uh, here's a neat fact about those kind of studies is uh do, do you know why there's so many like ridiculous studies <laughs> and there's so many of just like one of them being done because <laughs> people get paid to, to do, do them you have to yes because no, like, because you have to do stupid studies like that to get a phd no it's because like s people don't want to pay money for things that have already been done so well, yeah. to get yeah, money get for scientific studies yeah. they have to find that something yep. new but the whole point That's of totally science true. is to do the same thing over and over again but nobody wants to pay for that so now we just have everything gives you cancer and onions make you come more, I guess. <laughs> That's about it. I don't think they do. I'm um, just going to throw that no, out there. I don't think they science, do. Uh, so, by a science. A single science. Uh, there's, yes. just, there's one specific quote in this that I wanted to read, which is a post from someone. Which is someone responding to that person saying, I just tried to it. eat a raw onion and almost puked. I bit into it like an apple and was instantly filled with burning regret. I had to spit it into the garbage. My mouth is still on fire. Which, that totally sums up my experience of doing that. I fucking so, ate a whole raw onion and I didn't gag once, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm proud of you. 
afterwards, I bet your testosterone that is what I was like for hours. I just felt like I was fucking like burning alive from the inside. Oh, man. Oh. Gosh, that's good. All right. Uh, so what I do, what I do like about this is that now I will be able to smell an alt right idiot shithead <laughs> before they even open their mouth, so I can avoid them. It's hmm, gonna be great. You smell like, like a fart on fire. <laughs> I. The more I think about this, the more this has to be just someone like just fucking up its pole, whatever. So here's the thing. Is uh some posts were like that where they're like this has to be a hoax this is probably some leftist invasion and then other people were like shut the fuck up this is a testosterone <laughs> factory this has to this has to be yep that has to be a joke because let's say even like I, even all of the the board that should not be named hates poll poll is like this yeah I mean it's I have no idea like I never got a confirmation one way or the other if what happened but this this is was really funny either way people are gonna <laughs> the bad people are gonna smell bad whether this is a joke or real i laughed very hard at this so. <laughs> i actually have this new um tip for uh any alt-right people listening mm, go on yeah um first off um go fuck yourself and and okay, second yep, off, sure. That's correct accurate um if you take raw onion juice mm. um and then mix uh, every type of pepper into it, too. All juice from the peppers. Pure juice. It's got to all mm-hmm. be juice and just mix it together. And you take a hollow sounding rod and you insert it into your mm. urethra. And then you pour it in there. It makes you more virile and fertile. <laughs> and you'll well, that... be able to have all the Nazi children you want. That makes sense, because you're pouring it in your penis. And then you can bring them to your heroes, who will probably molest your children, because they're all fucking child I have, molesters. I have bad news, though. I think our alt-right viewership is probably spectacularly low. I <laughs> yeah. think it might be as low as it can possibly be, what thought? actually. Because hmm. we have, like, 24 listeners, and I think I'm following all of them on Twitter. <laughs> so... <laughs> right. Maybe no one in our Discord. Hey... Oh, there's there's a handful in our Discord. Okay, good. Anyway, uh, next speaking subject. of things going limp and shutting down. Um, oh. Now, here's the thing. I just want to preface this with: um, I thought they shut down about four years ago. Hey, there's a good oh, reason for so that. So they I'll tell you actually, why. yeah, in 2012. So I remember it was like this. a whole big event thing where they were like, "We're shutting the servers down, okay, everybody." So, well, let's say what it is first yes, before we get yes. to that. So, so Demon Souls. The game, the only good Souls the precursor, game. okay, the precursor to Dark <laughs> yeah. Souls uh, for PS3 is finally, after how long ago was this game released? Uh, oh god, like 2007? It's almost a decade, but not quite, I think. So, uh, 2008, 2008. Yeah. 2008. Uh, so it will be, it will be a decade once this happens. True. Is finally having its online services shut down. That means that you don't know what it is, it means that uh, you're... Ability to play with other people, your ability to see messages on the ground that are a thing in that game, uh, your ability to affect world tendency, which is a big thing in that game. All of that is down the drain. Oh, uh, no, you can still affect world tendency. It's well, just, you can make um, it black. You just can't make it white anymore. Anyway. No, you can still make it white. The problem with online was actually it was really hard to make it one or the other. I think... The online world... Te- oh, yeah, you're right. You can still affect it, but the online world tendency stuff won't change anymore because there's no... O- online yeah. was always, like, almost always fucking neutral. Yeah, yeah. 
It was almost all, all white. Whatever. Anyway, they're shutting down. <laughs> I, I never, I never played enough Demon Souls to understand. They're shutting down. The reason why they're shutting stuff. down is be- is because that game is almost a decade old, and it, yeah. you know, fuck I, I don't know if anyone plays it anymore, on. man. But here, but here's the thing: they tried to do this six years ago, <laughs> in yeah. 2012, and what happened? Everyone, people were like, "No, don't shouted, do that!" Because we're no, still no, playing no, this no, I'm game. still playing. So they went, okay, and they left it up for another six years. I mean, so you... I'll I'll give it to them. Like, usually in that situation, a company would be like, all right, we'll leave it on for a few more months. But they're like, all right, we'll do, like, half a dozen years. We'll do another half decade. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. So, you know, credit to them. They left it up longer than I could have possibly expected it to. Um, but they are finally shutting it down, which, you know, it's kind of a shame um, there were a lot of hackers in that game, if my memory serves yeah. right. Yeah, I mean every uh, Souls game has that fucking problem real quick. The leaderboards were rough. At the <laughs> by the time I even played that game, the leaderboards were already rough. And for the record, the time that it actually shuts down is February twenty eighth, twenty eighteen. So if you guys want to organize a special event where we all play Demon Souls, uh, I, I can't anymore. anymore. I sold yeah. it. Yeah, I don't have. Not, that. I don't. I don't own that video game currently. But, but if you want, if you but if you go on on February twenty seventh or twenty eighth, I bet there will be lots of people on still. Yeah, hacking so, just like the Miiverse. Lots of people hacking and ruining your fun. Uh, speaking of people ruining other people's fun, Miko. All right, so we're going to do new kind of a one-off segment, right? It's called Furry Alert. I'm bringing you the latest. <laughs> oh, say this is one-off, but why do I suspect this is going to return at some point? So, so I just want you to know. Uh, I mean, it'll, it'll return at no, some point. No, I want you to know every, like every time thing. I'm going to wait for this, and I'm going to ask you about it every single time. I just want you to know that now. Uh-huh. Okay, well, Furry Alert. So right now, currently, ongoing in Chicago at this moment, is something called Midwest Fur Fest. It is a furry convention where you go and you do you do fursuit stuff, I guess, if you want. That's not really my thing, but you can also just hang out in your hotel room and get drunk with your friends. And also wear a fursuit while you do that. And fuck. But, there. I mean, I was trying to be nice <laughs> about it, but yeah. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. If people get the fursuits, they're there for the banging. Mm. Yeah, yeah, same. Fucking, yeah. Uh, uh, pup hoods, anyway. Yeah, 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 so don't at me, bad dragon <laughs> table at Midwest Fur Fest. Anyway, uh, so some idiot Nazi fur got his dumb ass arrested because he was wearing a German World War One military outfit, shouting Nazi things, and then got chased out by con security. Yeah, I heard about this, and in fact, he was shouting a bunch of racist shit, sea kiling, and goose-stepping. In a public yeah. environment, which, hey, you can't do that. Now, he was wearing the uh, Nazi outfit over, um... Oh, wait, was it a Nazi outfit? No, no, no. It was It was World War One because that would have been a that little too much. That makes even less sense. That's fucking... Well, no, there's a reason why, I'll tell you. The way that the reason that they wear the World War One stuff is to get away with it. Because if you wear yes. World War Two shit... Then people go, oh, you're I mean, yeah, being I guess a Nazi. if you're fucking just walking around in a literal Nazi outfit, yep. that's kind of a red flag. So instead, they wear the World War One stuff to get away with it, and then, but this guy didn't really get away with it because then he was like, oh, I'm just gonna see Kyle and yell a bunch of racist stuff. <laughs> yeah, so he got chased out by con security, and then he got chased into a bush by the police and got arrested. <laughs> into a bush. Oh, and the best part, well, 
there's a second part to this, but I also like to point out uh, they had to take him out of his attire and such because they were like, well, that yep. this is some racist shit. And guess what he was wearing underneath that? Oh, he's naked. Uh-huh. Literally nothing. He was so buck he was ass naked in that covered, first They suit. covered him in a towel uh, rather nicely. But uh, yeah, he was buck ass naked as they put him into a cop car, which is some good shit. I fucking <laughs> wish they drove his ass away in the fursuit. I just wish they just threw him in the back and just drove away. I don't think you can fit the first suit in the cop car. Yeah, that's, that's a problem. Say. Yeah, it's probably. An oh, issue. you can anyway. fit, You could fit it if you want, just like you can fit a nice big bad. Dra- I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> uh huh. I hope you swung by the bad dragon table before he got arrested. <sighs> anyway, Very alert too. Uh, turns out that is your yeah. P- turns turns out. That this guy uh, has caused a lot of problems before, oh, like nice. wearing a Confederate flag for a suit to a convention. Yeah, it's almost like someone like that it is just a problem. What do you mean a Confederate flag for a suit? Like, what does that even fucking? I think mean? I've seen that before. <laughs> it was it was a big deal in 2014 when it sure, happened. Sure, but what do you mean by that? It's a fur suit that has a Confederate flag pattern on it. So like, like the, in the, fur. The, the fur is just like a oh my like god like the fur dude. is just yes that <laughs> Jesus Christ literally that thing that I said man uh-huh, yeah this this thing that I'm about to link you Michael right, yeah, just you can send me that and I'll just have that I guess I think I made a joke about it in one of Toddy's East videos that we were doing at the time because I think this was right before we went to ATDQ for the first time I'm sending this just to you because I, I like you Mike and you can have this just to you alright well this is bad podcast material so keep the oh, wow yeah that title <laughs> on that. <laughs> by the way no one else can see that but uh, the title on the image I sent him is the south will yiff again and I didn't oh, write that oh, I'm gonna link this shit are you kidding me this is going in oh, just put it God. in the just put it in the docket yeah, just remind me later. I'll put it in the right, show anyway. notes. Anyway, oh. uh, so item two is that somebody brought a fox to Midwest Fur Fest with the excuse that it is a service animal. Oh. Which I then mm. immediately Googled, can foxes be service animals? And it turns out the answer is no, they can't. <laughs> that poor fox. I mean, you Ugh. can have, like, yeah. a decent amount of animals be service animals, like dogs. Yeah, but not and a fox. Fo- and, like, and I think you have a fox, you could have a monkey. I don't I don't know all of them off the top of my head. It has head, to but be was... animals that don't freak the fuck out when they're around a lot of people and loud noises. They also have to like, you know, help somebody with a disability. And also not like wild animals that you manage to train to pee in a box or whatever. They have to be like a regular ass animal to be a service animal. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I googled, like, it brought me to the American Disabilities Act website, yeah. which told me that a fox cannot be Let me put it this way, animal. they don't even have service so, cats, so they definitely don't have service foxes. Yeah. I mean, so, that's because uh, cats are... can't do that. You can't walk around with a cat, man. You can't walk around with a fox either, as it turns out. And you definitely shouldn't do that if you're going to a hotel with 7,000 people in it. Uh, probably not. Yeah, definitely not. What if 7,000 people want to pet your fox? then you're an idiot for bringing it to a hotel because it's going to get scared. And then it's going to run around and root in the garbage? I mean, uh, maybe. I mean, if you bring your animal because you don't want to leave it home and like you set it up and they're okay with it and you just keep it in your room, I guess that's one thing. No, But if you're walking that. around with it... 
Listen, Foxes are going to ruin a hotel room. Please don't do that. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. if you have to, that's better than walking him around where he's going to get freaked out. Speaking of things that you have to do, what you been gaming this week? Anime. All right, I guess that's the podcast. Uh, it was good talking to you. All right. <laughs> so, yep. Bye, everybody. So 13. Okay. Very nice. So I guess... I guess I'll start. So, um, I played a couple of things. So, uh, let me... Start at the start talk, here. Uh, Animal Crossing. No, no, no. I want to start. I want you to start no. at the start. I want to hear about this. Alright, so, uh, there was this video game that came out in, like, March. It was, I, th- I think it's called Nier Automata? Automata? People Automata. Automata. The game with the booty robot. Near, near, near anime. Near banana. The one with the robots, and you run around, and then you fight the other robots. That thing. Uh-huh, the, the, the one with the titty bots. Yeah, so I used my work off from my my week off from work to get started on this video game, and guess what? It's good. It's it feels very good to play. You like it? I do. I'm enjoying it. I need to continue it because this week was kind of rough. I didn't have a whole lot of time. Yeah, you like that? I had I had school and then homework and then an economics test, and I didn't do very good on the economics test because economics is hard. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but, uh, so, uh, here's, so, it's Platinum Game, I'm just gonna compare it to, compared to Bayonetta, there's okay. a lot less, uh, big open fights, and more boss fights. What if I told you also I compared like. to Bayonetta, the combat is a lot simpler? It is a lot simpler, and it is a lot, uh, it feels a lot smoother. Uh, that makes me sad, actually. Streamlined is the word I would use. Yeah. It just, it just, it feels very good to just do all the so slicey and it's easy. It's more like an action brawler kind of thing instead of a spectacle fighter. It's further from Devil May Cry than Bayonetta is, but it's yeah, it's uh, more low key. Like you can when you punch things, does a thing show up and be like smoking when when you do good? No, but then it's not a spectacle fighter. (laughs) No, it doesn't do that. But uh, so something that I. Y- y'all have probably seen footage of this video game by I now, but it. it does this thing where it, like, switches into, like, bullet hell mode mm-hmm. sometimes, and sometimes the camera does not cooperate, and I don't like that, but <laughs> when the camera does cooperate, it's it's really cool. Uh, have you gotten to any of the actual, like, bullet hell-y segments? Like, with, I mean, I know there's one in the very beginning, but, like, where you're in a ship and you're, like, actually bullet helling it up and such? So, um, if you want to know exactly where I am, I got to the robot village, and then I brought them back apart, and then a big explosion cool. happened, and that's where I stopped. Cool. You're about to so get into the I real did, right there. Yeah. So, I, the last, the boss I fought in the, you did the, the carnival park was kind of, yeah. yes, the carnival is done. So, that was, that boss was very, uh, bullet hell-y in a lot yeah, of ways, because you gotta jump. there was also this beam that if you got hit with, you had to do, like, a mini game where mm-hmm. you, like, fucking controlled a triangle mm-hmm. and shot at a ball. And it was really annoying to get hit by. Oh, I have. So, I this. So I learned not to get hit by. This is not a real spoiler. Um, what if I told you that there is a point, there's a period of hours of this game. So I assume you're gonna try. You know about multiple endings, right? Yeah, I'm probably. I'm not the kind of person who goes and like 100 percent stuff. So I don't know how okay. far I'm gonna. Well, get. I have news for you. If you actually want to get the actual story of this game, you still need to beat like five endings worth of it. Anyway, oh, no. it's not it's not as long as it sounds because they they get progressively shorter. But okay, uh, one of the playthroughs of this game has you basically doing that thing that you just described, where you get hit and then you have to do that mini game as a main mechanic of the fighting. 
Oh, no. You don't have to do it. You could theoretically not do it, but you kind of have to because it's a main mechanic of the fighting. So, mm, I don't like well... that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I have played so far, I'm enjoying a lot, and I'm going to keep going. We can check back in on this next time. I haven't played that game more than you have. Uh, that game is really esoteric in the way that a Yoko Taro game often is. Like there's just so that's the other thing is I've never played I had never played the first near and I never played Dragon Guard so I've never played a Yoko Taro game. The before. first this near is a new experience to me. I beat and is actually pretty. I I like that game, but this game is totally easier to access than that game, gameplay and plot and every really everything wise. Um, but it still has that unique. There is some awkward shit in this game. That, that feel mm. go- bad, no good, dookie, bad gameplay. And it's just sort of something that I think is sort of like part of his dev process at this point. Like, ha- have you talked to the map guy? Uh, maybe? So there's a guy in the first town remember. that you go to. And basically, uh, you, the 3D map in that game is garbage, as you may or may not know, having used it. Oh my god, it's so bad. If you talk to Holy this guy, it, one of the options, the dialogue options for him is, hey, the 3D map is real bad. And he, <laughs> and he says, <laughs> and he says, yeah, um, you know, we didn't have that much time to do a 3D map because we didn't really think about it until the last minute. So uh, I guess kind of deal with it. <laughs> I mean, there's only a couple of places where there's verticality oh, you have to worry about boy. it. You got you got some game Uh-oh. ahead of you <laughs> anyway, but oh, but no. I, I look forward to more of your thoughts on that game because I actually haven't finished that game yet, despite how long ago it came out. But I played a lot of it and uh, I like that game. But I ran into some. Uh, so stuff. I also I also want you to know I've owned it since June. Uh, I've may have owned it as long or longer than you, but I've run into some yeah. stuff with that game. So I, I mm. I'd like to hear more about it from you as you play more. Alright, so I also, I played a little more Mario, but there's nothing to really talk about there. It's just Mario. Mario. Uh, did, uh, did you fuck Bowser yet? Uh, yeah. We're gonna uh, talk about Mario, but did, we'll did wait Did you do it that. before or after the wedding? Or both? No, don't. This is all... Uh, get, we're gonna get... I can't tell you that. <laughs> oh, oh, Miko's be, be married to Bowser right now. Yeah. They're Congratulate- married. Wait, you, you didn't invite me to the, the, the wedding? Well... You were on a podcast while yeah, I was getting married. You we were podcasting. It went up yesterday. You can go listen to it if you want. <laughs> I can't believe this. You didn't invite me to the wedding. Yeah. Can't uh, you can't say it went up yesterday because this is not going to go <laughs> anyway. No, yeah, I know. Whatever. <laughs> Just shut up. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Anyway, um, so played some Mario. No, nothing to talk about there. Um, I played some Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, <laughs> and I don't like that game. I think it's very bad. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How much of that game have you played? I played it for two days and then stopped. I bounced off very, very hard. I can understand why you did that. But, um... What if I told you the thing that I like about that game? I've also played... In fact, full transparency, I'm pretty sure everyone on this podcast has actually played this game for the first time. Yeah, probably. I I mean, I know Maggie has. I've seen... I've given her kudos. And I think... Mark has too, right? I played a bit of it. Uh, what can I say about this game? All right, here's the thing that I feel like this game does right that I wish other Animal Crossings made you do. Actually go to other people's towns and look at shit. 
Okay, yes, we've talked about this offline, True. and I agree with you. I agree with you that it's a good thing that you have to go to another person's shit to see it, and also that you can do it without them explicitly opening yes. their town and having their DS And most open. importantly, you are given a reason to do that. Because well, a lot of the time yeah. there's these quests where it's like, oh, give someone a kudos, which is just like, you go to someone's thing and you go say, you talk to their player character, who or their NPC player character there, and go, hey, your shit's dope. And then you leave. And uh, that often will give you an item or whatever if you complete that quest. And the thing is, just having that in the game, like making it so that people have a reason to go to other people's places, I think for me adds a layer that I have, has been missing from Animal Crossing from the beginning for me, which is that I decorate not just for myself. I want other people to see that shit because I think it's cool. So when no one gets to see it, then I'm like, fucking, what is the fucking point of this? I hate it. I wouldn't, like, why am I doing this? So, to me, that element has kept me playing, but there is no heart in that game. Yeah, that's kind of why I hate it. It's, like, very soulless. There's no, there's, like, no town to run around, <sighs> first of all. There's no anywhere to run around. crappy. It's like you go on a mini-map and you say, okay, I'm going to go to the beach, which is now a 64 by 64 square place, and then this person wants a fish, so I guess I'm just going to hand them a fish and then leave. The only reason you go places is to give people item or collect item to give people. That's the only reason you go to any place. And, Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, there's like, oh, you can go to the market to buy clothes and, or an item for your house. And... Because and there's and even the dialogue is just dry. It's like you walk up to a guy. Yeah, they don't. Mm. It's a lot of reused stuff too. Right, and they have their catchphrase that they say at the end of every sentence, like "yippee" or "spadoo" or whatever the fuck they say. But when you talk to them, it's just like, "Hey, thanks for giving me that fish, spadoo." And then and and then after you talk to them for a while, you're like, "Hey, come to my camp," and they're like. Oh, I'd love to come to your camp. Wow, that sounds so nice. Oh my gosh. Um, Spadoo. Um, by the way, could you spend about 10k on couches and beds and stuff before I come? Because I really won't come unless you do that. I really won't show up to your house unless there's a very, very specific mm. couch that I can And then on. when I show up, I'm just gonna kind of like sit on all your chairs and maybe take a nap while you're there. And then I'm gonna leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like okay c- cool so there's no interaction with any of the NPCs except for buy them shit give them shit or they give you shit that's it mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just lifeless it's like ugh I, I thought this game yeah. had I, there was a chance before this came out where I just thought there was a way and the platform I don't feel like is a bad thing Like I, I feel like there's a way to make it work on mobile but this was not it. Yeah, this was not good. But what had did happen is that I bounced off of this and I was like, you know, I really do want an Animal Crossing though. So I fired up New Leaf again. So we talk about the... Hold on. So the reason I... You guys talk... Like, you mentioned like you wanted to play Animal Crossing for real was because of the phone game. Which means like... Because I remember I think, was, I think a year ago when they released their first mobile game. They wanted to like... The mobile titles are just there to advertise the main titles... Or at least get some... Yeah, so I, I fully expect we're getting an Animal Crossing on the Switch mm-hmm. in the next year or two. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, with Mario Run, that's, like, you know, Mario, what do you expect? 
Uh, well, I mean, Mario games come out all the time. Exactly. But, like, the Fire Emblem, I think, uh, was definitely, like, a testing the waters to see if people were ready for it. Fire Emblem Precursed Echoes, totally. Yeah. yeah. And now we have Animal Crossing, which is, you know, so it's just a matter of time. Yeah. So I did pick up New Leaf again. I will say there are a couple of things in that game that, uh, because it came out so long ago in 2013, that I uh, definitely can see how there is a lot of room to improve that video game. Mm. But I still like it a lot better than Pocket Camp. So, like, for example, you can stack items in New Leaf, but it doesn't happen automatically, so your inventory yeah. still fills up very quickly. You are limited to 900, or no... 99,999 bells in your bell pouch, so if you have more than that, it takes up an inventory slot, which is some bullshit. Eat shit. Yeah, so if I go if I go to the island and I start collecting beetles to pay Trying off to my loan, because, yeah, because that's, that's how you do it, is you go to the island and you get all the beetles and then you sell it at retail for a million dollars, and then you say, fuck you, Tom Nook, here's your money, you fucking asshole. And he says more. Yeah, and then he's like, okay, you want to expand your house? And I'm like, yes. And they've also they've also done minor improvements since I stopped playing. Like, for example, you can now... Before, you're, if you had more than one closet in your home, they were all interconnected and adding more didn't give you more space. Mm. Which kind of sucked. So now you can get a, like, hidden storage room. Which is basically you go in your house and you tap a thing on the lower screen and it just opens a big ass inventory thing where you could just store as much shit as you Spicy. want. The pocket, the pocket dimension. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's still finite, but it's like more a lot of space. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So yeah, that was pretty cool when I did that, and then I, for some reason, had a room that was just full of hats. I don't really understand, but I took all of those hats and I put them in the secret storage you, room. So what about you know, room? what happened in the hat room then? Uh, it is now just a room full of more stuff that is actually furniture. That room's cooler. You should do like... Well, whatever. You should do like uh, Swery did. Or was it Swery? I forget. I think it was Swery who, uh, for his pocket camp, he put a bunch of fencing, then he put a desk yeah, with a phone on it. Jail. No. Then he put a desk with a phone on it, and then he put a chair in front of each one. So he gave the animals a job. So now they're on telephone operators. <laughs> Wait no, who was it then that made jail? It was both of them. He did it. He did that, and then he evolved. Oh, he did both. Yeah. Of them. Okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, having a job is like prison. Yeah. Straight Same. from swearing. <laughs> well, can't even deny got it. Him. <laughs> yeah, capitalism. What's capitalism up? is a prison I got for your all number. our souls. I got your number. Yeah, that's pretty much all that game did for me. Is it made me want to actually play actual Animal Crossing. Which I yeah, can't play so... newly. So, da-ha. no, you're playing the old one instead. You're playing uh, Wild World? Is that the name? I forget. She was uh, trying to play City Folk, but uh, then I had I wrong I did problems. get City Folk. Uh, right yeah, City Folk. Um, but, um, first of all, there is a uh, Animal Crossing game that lets you um, go to people's town without them having to be online. Uh, it's the GameCube one. Hello. You, you put that. in the Are other you? Yeah. You, you put another thing, and then they, there you, you still go. You have a reason to go. That's the problem. <laughs> um, I also want to say that uh, I don't l- want to have to go to other people's towns because I don't do that really. No, it's not I about play. having to go. I just feel like they should give you a reason. Yeah, but if if they give you like an actual reason that's like unique, then you have to go to to do that. No, thing. you don't. Just give it a thing where it's like, hey, if you go and you go here, then uh, 
you have a chance at bringing one of their animals to your town. Not that it'll take the, it away from their town, but you might get the animal your town. Or like, I'm pretty sure that happens. I don't think so. Or you could just have like a really simple thing where, like, literally just bring the kudo system over because that shit is perfectly fine. Anyway, anyway, give me Animal Crossing Switch. That's the yes, please. That's the ultimate. I want yeah. it. <laughs> also, um, if someone could just do me a favor and give me a switch, that would be nice. Thank mm, you. Mm, mm. <laughs> I will take a switch at some point. Thanks. Uh, speaking of video games, what did you do? Me? Yeah. Well, um, now here's the thing about video games mm. is um, I honestly don't remember the entire week at all so um i might have played video games at Mm-mm, some point mm, mm. <laughs> or uh i might have just woken up from a coma to be honest i don't really know at this point ms flight sim 95 good game love that game i like the uh textures that the ground is did i play a game t- this week did... i love the witcher uh one enhanced edition mm, good game fuck you looking at what <laughs> what huh no i'm just naming what? games while you're thinking about it um i mean he, hey look it's team fortress 2 the thing we talked about i got 69 hours played and the last time i played nice. the last time i played was in uh 2009 oh let me i have <laughs> so a thousand hours go. in tf2 and i think i stopped in 2013 yeah, i don't think i really played anything like meaningful that's fine. You don't have to play video games. Uh, Mark, what did you play? I play Sleep. That's a nice. good yeah. video game. That, I, I played that, too. That's my it's a favorite. real good video game. Oh, man. Yep, 40 winks on the PlayStation mm. 1. How many hours you got in that video game? Uh, to me, the count. I want to I, I look at my Steam profile. Oh, man. You got any Chivos? About four a night. So. You got any Sleep Chivos? Is there any? I don't know. I have to look again. Yeah, there's the 48 hours, 72 hours. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I've been, again, I've been busy this whole week, so I haven't had time to play anything. Uh, and I kind of forgot everything from last week. Good shit, so, good shit. Um, That's why I link you a document, so you can write it down, God damn it! I've been busy. I've been busy. I have never taken notes in my fucking life, and I'm that's sure okay. Not We're gonna, gonna run super now. long on this podcast anyway, so I'm gonna. So go. I'm I'm ready to speed this up. Uh, I played video games this week. One of them was Animal Crossing Mobile, which we already talked about. But one of them is another game. That oh yeah, I mentioned. did play that. I guess <laughs> that's really it. Yeah. Yeah, but we already talked but, about. But one that, of them so. is a, another game that, that Miko mentioned, but that I got to play for the first time, which is the Mario. And, hey, you guys, what if I told you a secret? Almost every 3D Mario game isn't very good. Wow. And, wow, okay. And hear, hear me out, hear me out. Mario Galaxy is boring and it sucks. Mario Sunshine is okay. It's mediocre. It's the best Mario game Mario ever made, 64 really. is pretty good. 
it's oh, it's iconic. It's, it's iconic, and I have nostalgia for it. It plays if, and controls badly. But if you played it now, you wouldn't. But yeah, if you played it now, it's rough. Exactly. I played Mario. We played Mario sixty four. Yeah, and it's rough. The, uh, yeah, it's rough. Mario that was the first time back. I fucking launched that game. Okay, 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 and. All that 3D, 2DS, Super Mario World for Wii U, whatever. All that stuff is garbage. So, Mario Odyssey is actually, like, really good. <laughs> it's, like, a really good Mario game. Uh, it's probably the best Mario game I've played since Mario 64. And I'm talking about played, like, for the first time. Um, because I don't really like Galaxy very much. I, I think there's a lot of merit to Galaxy. You know, I don't actually think it's bad. So I've got about forty videos you can watch. Yeah, from, I know. Tell uh, me about it. Twenty eleven. Yeah, you want to go? Go have a good time with Mario. I don't actually That's where think you do that it. game is bad, but I never was deeply into it. I didn't really like the planet mechanic much, and it just didn't do a lot for me. Like it, it, you know, it's not a bad Mario game, but it's not great to me. And um, this is way better than that. This is like really, really good Mario. Like, from second one, it's some good Mario. Uh, so I beat it. I guy saw credits for the first time. Let me ask you a question, people who have played this Mario game, so Game Bun and Miko. How many, uh-huh. how many moons did you have when you saw credits for the first time? I don't remember. Just give me, like, an estimate, if you can try to, like, think about it. I was trying to I get mean... to, the, uh, to the... I was trying to at least finish the story. Mm. So I only got, like... Most, I didn't get, like, the minimum required moves. I got, like, that, probably a couple more. Mm. So, I, don't, I just don't remember. So, what is it, like, two... It's I think it's, like, oh. 200 and something you have to have, minimum-ish. Something around there. I think it might be... I think it might be a flat 200 is the right, requirement. So, so you had, like, what? Like, 240 to... I had 230 or yeah. something like that. I don't uh, remember Around exactly. there. I had four... Over 400 and something moons by the time that I finished the game. Mm. The only world that I didn't collect every single available moon that I could get before I moved on was the water world because fuck that place. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm with to you. be clear, I'm specifically talking about, uh, is it, um, the lake kingdom? No bubble. Fuck. In fact, I might, <laughs> bubble fuck I might even, I might've <laughs> even gone back and gotten some and ultimately done that. But yeah, it's like bubble. The seaside, the bubble, beach one. bubble fuck kingdom, the beach one, bubble fuck, yeah, bubble, yeah. bubble beach fuck, yeah, the lake one I actually didn't mind. Bubble beach fuck, I'm just writing bubble that episode title down kingdom. now, so I don't yeah. forget. Bubbling it. peaches, oh, bubble beach party. fuck Wait, no, party kingdom, bubble me and fuck beach kingdom. <laughs> anyway, I've already well, written it down. It's okay. in stone. It's yeah, too late. Uh, I the lake one I didn't mind because there actually weren't that many underwater parts. There was plenty of not underwater stuff. And the lake one had all the cool zipper shit in it. Um, yeah, yeah, that was... So, yeah, like, ugh, man, that game is just... they, The possession stuff, almost all of it, I thought was really good and, like, satisfying to do. Really, the only worlds that didn't click with me that I felt like, man, they're making me do a lot of possession of this one thing and I don't like it, is uh, Food Town. Where you have to go in the lava as a fire... That was bad. Yeah. I mean, just straight yeah. up, that was bad. Not not even like, oh, it would control bad or something like that. It was just boring. Like, there wasn't a It was like, okay, you're 
This is this. Yeah, because you become the Potaboo, and then you have to go tra- traverse huge swaths of the map where there is yeah, nothing. Yeah, and also we'll just like, oh, do a platforming challenge as Potaboo, but it's not hard. It's just the same. Except- you say that, but there's a sex just a, just a particular room that is actually kind of bullshit. The there is one that was kind of right, a little annoying, so, but like it didn't take me. That I don't many know if tries. you guys are talking post game or what, but I'm again. I'm gonna tell you, I collected every available moon in that world before leaving. So the only ones I didn't collect were ones you have to be in post game to get, and I didn't think any of it was hard. So that's just and, and, me. It, it is probably post game because like. I will admit, most of the moons early on are kind of easy to get. It's when the post-game moons show up and you're like, oh. There's, there's a couple moons in there throughout the world. Okay, so this is what I actually wanted to discuss. So I did this for every world. And for most of them, it was totally fun and great. And actually, for the most part, I didn't look shit up at all. I either just got them. For the most part, I just got most of them. And then, usually I would then do Toad and the Parrot to try to get the other ones. And then if I really couldn't find one, then I would look it up, right? Uh-huh. So, there is a moon that, if you use Toad and the Parrot, it's not too hard to find, but if you did not use Toad and the Parrot and you did not look it up, I genuinely don't think anyone would have ever found this, because I just don't understand how you would, you, you wouldn't find it, it's so extremely unobvious. So, this is a spoiler for anyone listening, but you, Bowser Kingdom, right? Japantown? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You come in, you're at the Odyssey, right? Uh-huh. This is technically the first moon you could get in the level. It's the first available moon. There is a railing surrounding the area where the Odyssey is, okay? The, on the railing, along at certain intervals, there are Bowser heads that are like posts on the railing. Mm-hmm. One of the Bowser heads, and you could barely see them. They're not big. One of the Bowser heads is facing the opposite direction of all the other ones. You have to throw your hat on that and then leave it spinning for a few seconds. And it blows out fire and then a moon pops out. But it's like so innocuous and hard to see. And just like, even if you look straight at it, if your camera was moving, you wouldn't even fucking notice that shit at all. Hmm. And I just thought, man, like that was the only moon that I really felt like, oh, there's no way you could find this without using Toad and the Parrot to find it. Because you just wouldn't, you would never keep your camera there long enough to see that shit. And that being said, that was the only one I felt like that for. Almost all the rest of the moons, I felt like, oh, I could have found that. Like I felt stupid a lot of the time when I would like use Toad or the Parrot or look it up. Because I would just be like, oh shit, I should, oh man, of course there would be one there. Um... And yeah, I I fucking that game is really good. The post credit thing that you see after you beat the game credits and go to the place that you go to is dope. And I can't wait to I might actually 100% uh the moons in that game, but probably not the coins. Cuz there's there's a couple worlds where I had like 97 out of 100 coins or like you know, 47 out of 50 coins, and I was just like, nah, I don't care. But mm-hmm. but, but I might actually 100% the moons in that game, which is something I do for almost no games, so... Yeah, that game is fucking dope, dude. It's very good. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Yeah. That is like had- some Game of the Year material shit. Like, that's like, oh man. You just said the magic words, and that's a discussion to- we're gonna have to yeah, have Yeah, true, later, but, but to release that and Zelda yeah. in the same year, like, whoa, dude. 
And then really quickly, I just want to mention, um, I'm not going to mention one of the other games I played, but I just want to mention Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which just came out. I played that for the first time today. Uh, have you ever seen Xenoblade Chronicles 1 at all in any context? I beamed that game. Okay, cool. Miko? Dumb? Um, I've seen some of it through video, but I've never played. Maggie? Uh, is that the, uh, the robot one? It's Rhyme Time! That doesn't help. I don't so know what that this means. this is the power of the Monado. I don't know what that means, man. The Monado can't hurt people. Is that the Nintendo RPG <laughs> thing with the mech? You're just... Yes. Yes. <laughs> Alright, there you go. That's fucking all you had to and say. And the big pink... The big pink... Yeah, Dunban! A trailer, like, 12 years ago, or whatever the fuck. Dunban! Well, I mean, it came out on the, on the Wii, yeah. so it's pretty old. Uh... If you thought, <laughs> A, I'm having fun with it, whatever. Um, if you thought the voice acting in the first Xenoblade Chronicles was rough and very English, guess what? You fucking wrong, homie, because they stepped it up a notch. Oh, hell yeah. It is three times as English. It's like not even English. It's like English surrounding territories, like hard Welsh, like fucking like coming at you Scottish, like all that. Plus, it is PS One era voice acting. Like you know what? Oh, so it's like it's like British Jill Sandwich. Mm. You know when someone like says some shit in a PS One game and it's just so stilted, like there's just a pause before and after. Yeah, actually, that's why I that's that's why I bring up Resident Evil One because it's probably it's, the perfect. Yeah, example that is literally the perfect example. Where like every line in that game, people focus on the "you were almost a Jill Sandwich" line, but like not very not crit. Chris going, wait, don't open that door. Barry. Don't open that door. <laughs> Fuck me, Barry. That kind of thing. Like, oh, oh. I guess we'll have to split up to look for Wesker. All over the place. And 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 it, and if that wasn't good enough, within the first probably hour, hour and a half of the game, when you, as the main character, get your, like, real powers or whatever for the first time, the main character, also, the main character's voice acting is garbage, and I'm sorry for the VO who did this, like, I'm sorry I'm calling you out like that, but, bro, you could have done better, <laughs> and his, when he first gets his power, he melts through a ship with a sword and jumps out and, like, does, like, a big, cool attack, right? And he literally yells, like, zero from the Mega Man X games, where he goes, what am I fighting for? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like Beautiful. and it's just oh god it's so good like it's so satisfying if you have that game do not get the Japanese voice pack fucking listen to the English version because it's perfect it's exactly what you want okay and yeah I mean, that's I'll, the video games play. I'll play I'll play in a couple months when I have money again yeah you should hey if you like Xenoblade 1 and you like I'm not. I'm gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk about Xenoblade X because I love that game, but other people don't. If you like Xenoblade One, you'll probably love this game. I f totally forgot about Xenoblade Chronicles X. That's actually, my favorite one in the series. Anyway, so Mark, what did you play? No, we did that. Uh, yeah, I already talked. So speaking no, we're done. The segment's of done. Uh, hats, it's time for the Wiki what? Wiki Wild Wild Web. Well, let's just. Really I don't quickly... know what that has to do with hats, but sure. Yeah. Okay. You gotta be a cowboy, hats? baby. 
I mean, okay, there's hats in the movie Wild Wild West starring Will Smith. <laughs> yes, wild Wild West. That's as far as that tie-in went. Thank you. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a Wild Wild Web. What's yeah, the, uh, I mean, that's what I was going for when I came up with this ridiculous title about 20 minutes before I thought we were Will going Smith to start song? initially. Uh, Willennium? Um, no, what's the other one? Fucking Millennials and Not Get fucking... Jiggy With It, not Willennium, not Wild Wild West. What's the other one? In West Philadelphia. Uh, just don't understand. Born no. Miami. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's what I was thinking of. All right. Well, we're, we're, we need to finish this podcast. So we're going to stop talking about Will Smith, and we're going to start talking about weird shit on the internet. And we're going to start talking we're gonna about start... our Lord and Savior, Zeno. I'm going to Miami. For fuck's come on, Welcome come on. to Miami. <laughs> Please. What we're gonna do is we're gonna let me read this thing, which is, uh, there is a BuzzFeed article title called 17 Sex Stories That Are So Fucking Hot You'll Probably Masturbate mm. to Them. And, mm. okay, <laughs> now here's the best part, is the caption in this image is, I was naked and blindfolded in bed. I heard my boyfriend's footsteps coming. I could feel him standing near. That's what he put his Nutella-covered <laughs> dick in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you would choke. That shit is like peanut butter. Like, you can't just, like, cram that in somebody's mouth all of a sudden. Let me just say, if yeah, yeah. Uh, that happened to me, I'd be like, well, guess who's gonna have a problem soon because there's milk in that. And then there'd be bad things that happen. And then you'd, what, have diarrhea while you're sucking their dick? That's fine. Uh, <laughs> That's a fetish a, for some people. Is that a reverse Blumpkin? That, listen, just don't... Let's not go there, because this was just kind of... Reverse this was, this was just a taste, because uh, the real thing that I brought to the table this week is I uh, was linked a video by some people that I know, and it is um, the Slingshot channel, which is, uh, I guess this guy is German. He likes to shoot things Can I say his slingshot. name? Because I love to say it. Sure. Jorg Sprav. Yeah, that's that's the guy. This video is actually pretty old. It's from like 2012, and he's still so around. He got, yeah, yeah, you know, he's still doing <laughs> his thing. He got a slingshot, and he fires. Wait for mm-hmm. it, vibrating dildos out of it <laughs> into various things, such as ballistic gel, which they did a number on. Oh yeah. They fucked that shit they right They really up. fucked it. They penetrated the hell out of that ballistic gel. I'm not convinced that they were vibrating when he fired them, by the way, but... Now... Uh, the one the one that, like, got stuck and then, like, bounced out, I think was vibrating, definitely. Um, now, is this how, um, the vibration weapon technology in Star Wars got made? No, those are vibranium uh, yeah, swords, and what they yeah. did was they took apart a dildo and uh-huh. then put a blade on it. <laughs> And then <laughs> knife dildo, right? Because normally dildos yeah, don't so have knives on them. I, I do think. love that bit of Star Wars lore that's only in the side stuff, where where it's just like here's a sword that just vibrates a lot. <laughs> yeah, but it vibrates real fast, like the Flash, and therefore it can cut you good. Yep. So um, so, that's what so I. I've had. seen that channel before, and if man, if you love dumb shit. It's beautiful to me that you've only just discovered this because you should go through that channel and check it out. Because wow, uh, this this might be a braille skateboarding situation where I like start yeah. watching every uh-huh. video. It's time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I felt 
I felt like I should bring this one because I did bring that other one of a guy covering a Glock and right. This is perfect. This is right so up your this alley. Is, this is kind of yeah. So I we already covered the lube. Now we got the right. dildo. It's perfect. So now right? you have now you just put the bad dragon cum lube on the dildo into the slingshot launcher. Bam. That's like twice the jewels, right? It's got to go faster with the lube. Got to go fast. That's what they say. That's what Sonic the Hedgehog tells me. If you shoot a bad dragon dildo into the jewels, does that make a lightsaber? No, jewels is a... (laughs) (laughs) First of all, you wouldn't be able to shoot a bad dragon dildo because it's too soft. It would start flopping around. It would lose its shape. It was... And then also, uh, when I mentioned this before we started talking about that scene from Jackass 3D where they just fire a dildo straight oh, yeah, yeah. to play with the 3D effects. Uh-huh. Alright, yeah. game on, do yours. Alright, so I, I had one this week, so I just kind of stole one from Andy. Conquered that. Friend from the podcast. So, due to the Navy, one of the air crew guys, get kind of bored one day, decided mm. to uh, take one of the jets and just fly a dick in the sky. Hmm. And, like, did they get in trouble, or... Uh, that's a good question. Let's find out together. I'm pretty sure he got in, like, an obscene amount of trouble. They got a sharp rebuke. Wah, 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 wah. You know, you know just, how it is. Just, just a good old talk to The Navy apologizes for this uh, ir- irresponsible and immature act. This cloud penis in the sky. But you I mean, know, how do you know it's a penis? It might be like a racetrack, you know. Yeah. What if that's like a Hot Wheels car track? Yeah. You don't know. Sure. Why not? But you know, cloud penises. I think that's probably a... a fetish, right? Mm, I mean, it is to not. someone. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I guarantee, if I type the words "cloud" and "penis" into Google right now, I'm gonna get things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, everybody needs to go to bed, so I'm just going to do one of mine. Uh, hi. Thanksgiving hi. happened. Oh, no. This is the <laughs> one you picked? Yeah, no. of course. Oh, no. Hi, Thanksgiving happened? Have you guys heard of that? It's the thing with the turkey Yeah, and stuff? I've heard of that. Oh. Also, you've heard of white people, right? They're like, oh, boy, they're like the I. worst people, you know? They st- uh, uh, as a white person, I can say they confirmed. like to thieve culture from others and then make very bad things out of it. Oh, well, I have shit. news. They managed to combine our two favorite things, Thanksgiving and white people. And uh, Giant Bomb member Alex Navarro posted to his Twitter just a retweet and the words unbelievably cursed thread, which is a thread of uh, videos from someone named at Lydia Burel, uh, which are a bunch of white people rapping to the beat of famous rap songs about Thanksgiving. And there's like, I don't know what over 10, maybe is like 10 or so videos of these. There's like, uh, 15 of these. And, um, They're just all the worst thing that I've ever... They're a nightmare. I mean, you've probably seen these already, I'll be honest, if you're on Twitter. But if you haven't, you know, you get to experience this and uh, just feel bad about being a white person, really, because... 
Yeah, but they're, oh, they're, they're bad on purpose, right? Or like, you no, know, I'm not sure they like are. God, I, like, I don't think so. Because that can't be fucking serious, man. Uh, a great, a quick example. All I'm all about that based, about that based mo butter. Is <laughs> one of them? Yeah. And also, the guy in that video is in like yeah, he's in a bunch of them. he's he's been which working. is like. Oh, and he's in another one about uh, how everybody hates his mashed potatoes that's set to a Latin uh, beat. No, yeah, he, a little everyone ridiculous. hates mashed potatoes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, also there's one where a guy fucks the turkey. So, you know, if you ever wondered if uh, white people were weird, they also want to fuck turkeys, their rap song. So, yeah, that's... The one the one where they fuck the turkeys. That's it. I can't even describe one, this to you. You really just need to look at it. That's all I got. It'll be in it's the show notes. It's almost 2 o'clock in the morning. Miko, help me out. Get me out of this hellhole. We started late. Well, we did start late. Help that's me true. escape from this Republican um, hellhole. Um, that's, we can talk about that <laughs> maybe next time. I don't want to do it today because I'm trying, I'm I trying just to end to the podcast. I wanted to mention it just so people know that we're suffering with them. <laughs> hey, revolution! Anytime, I'm ready. Just, just bring call bring me the gallows out. Let's let's go to work. Am I right? Yeah, get, call me. I'll be there. I'll be. I'll help you out. What's up? Right, anyway, uh, that's gonna do it for us today here on Burn Down the Sandcast. So you can go to burndownthesandcastle.info to respond to our current email question, which is probably gonna be answered by the time this goes up. So well, maybe I shouldn't tell no, you what you it should. is, but it's top Mario of all time. What's your favorite Mario? adjacent game game with mario in it it's not it's not, it adjacent. not necessarily have to be a main it's just any game yeah. with mario in it what's your favorite one mm-hmm. yeah so doesn't have to be a mainline mario game. but it can you don't be have to give me mario 64 it could be it could be but it's more interesting if it's not you know nah, what fuck I mean? that i'm picking mario 3 you could suck my cock <laughs> wow okay all right so uh you can follow us on twitter at at bdtsc I, po- I post there when new episodes go up because the uh, last couple of weeks has been a little hectic. Schedule's not been that consistent. Sorry about that. It happens. I'm sorry, I'm struggling. Um, yeah, yeah, I got. Well, man, it's, 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 a, it's the holidays. We'll go with that. And if you could tell a friend about the podcast, that would also be cool. Or you could rate us on iTunes. And just do you know retweet everything when it comes out, and you just be my best friend. That would be cool. If you uh, if you click the referral link that is going to pop up on your screen right now, uh, and and refer your friends no to the, shut up. There's no screen. It's a podcast. <laughs> and you refer your friends with that link. Uh, we'll send you your own personalized Bad Dragon coupon for fifty percent off to any purchase on our website. Also. If in our web form, yeah, you can email it to me, or there is a form that will also send it to at my inbox. Yes, yeah, so email podcast at burndownthesandcastle.info or just go to the website where you can subscribe and... Text from Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is named Boruto in Japanese. <laughs> Why won't you just let me end the podcast? I don't understand. <laughs> all right, everyone. Uh, thanks all right, uh, we're, we're thanks done for here. coming, everyone. We'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Remember, uh, Charizard's a bird and don't smoke crack, please. Um, okay, do smoke crack. No, don't do that. But also catch you all next time. Charizard is a bird, though.